Listener Production. Hello and welcome to another episode of Huh? Science Explained with me, Matthew Aegis, a science journalist at Cosmos magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. Today, we're talking about the moon. I'm looking out of my living room window and I can't see it, but I know that at some point in the next 24 hours, I will. It's a really, really big rock. It is, of course, the moon. Let's start with the numbers. Our moon is the fifth largest moon in the solar system, measuring 3,475 kilometres across. That's about the distance from Perth to Sydney. It orbits our planet from a distance of 385,000 kilometres away. For context, you'd have to fly around the Earth in an Airbus A380 nearly 10 times to cover that distance, about 20 days of non-stop flying. If you've listened to our earlier podcast about the age of the Earth, you'll know that scientists estimate that the Moon formed around 4.5 billion years ago. So where did the Moon come from then? Unless you've got a spare time machine handy, we won't know for certain how the Moon formed. The most accepted current theory is that a large celestial body dubbed Theia probably smacked into the Earth. To give you a sense of this, imagine your head is the Earth and a not very nice person has thrown a tennis ball at you. Except when it hits, the ball penetrates into your skull and a whole lot of stuff comes out, forming a smaller, head-like thing that revolves around what remains of your head every 27 days. Okay, that's probably a bit more than you were hoping for in this podcast, but you get the idea. A pretty big space rock hits another, bigger space rock, and over billions of years, the rocks and dust ejected in the collision slowly coalesce to form the moon. This isn't the only theory, though. Some hypothesise the Moon and Earth formed at the same time, potentially because two large worlds crashed together. The ensuing field of planet pieces slowly came together over eons to form the Earth and the Moon simultaneously. Other theories posit that Earth's gravity caught the Moon as it sailed by, although given most cosmic examples of this tend to involve planets grabbing oddly shaped asteroid-like bodies, rather than near-spherical ones like a moon or a mini-planet, it's less likely to be the case. So, we can't be certain how the moon came to sit next to us, but we are much clearer about what it's made from. Hint, it's not made of cheese, and although Wallace and Gromit do a very nice job at showing how to spend a grand day out on the moon's surface, you really do still need an oxygen supply with your Wensleydale. The Moon's composition is similar to Earth's, although not exactly the same, which adds weight to the idea that it was formed by something smashing into our planet, as described earlier. In the billions of years since this big hit, the Moon has gone on to form a solid, predominantly iron, inner core, and a molten iron, outer core, just like the Earth. It has a mantle made from minerals like olivine, which is a green-coloured mineral that's believed to be the most common in Earth's mantle and pyroxene, dark-coloured crystal structures that can be found in just about every type of igneous rock on the planet, the types that form when red-hot lava cools and solidifies after erupting from a volcano. The Moon's crust, 
the visible layer, is around four parts oxygen, two parts each of silicon and magnesium, one part iron, and one part made of the rest. Elements like aluminium, titanium, uranium, thorium, potassium, and hydrogen. No wonder some people would love to mine the moon. The topmost part of the moon, that's the bit you can walk on if you're so lucky, is made of a material called regolith. In much the same way as soil on Earth, regolith is a layer composed of uncompacted, rocky material. We Earthlings see the same face of the moon all the time. That's because the moon rotates on its axis exactly once in the time it takes for it to circle the Earth. This phenomenon is called tidal locking, and it's the result of gravitational fluctuations that one celestial body, like the Earth, exerts on another, like the moon. The only thing that changes is the moon looks the wrong way up when you view it from a different hemisphere. Australians might think the moon face looks flipped on a trip to Tokyo, because suddenly we're viewing the same face from a different position on Earth's surface. You might know that the moon affects the tides of our ocean. So just how exactly does this work? Basically, an object with a larger mass draws objects with lesser masses towards it. The more mass, the more gravity. Earth's gravitational pull draws the moon towards us. But the moon's pull is big enough to cause changes on the Earth as well. The moon creates tidal forces which cause Earth to bulge out at the points closest to and furthest from the moon. At this bulge, high tides occur, while tides are lower the further away from the bulge you get. A king tide, or spring tide, occurs when the moon, earth and sun are aligned, and both the sun and moon influences bulges at the same points. This occurs during a new moon, when the moon is between the sun and the earth, or a full moon, when the moon is on the other side of the earth from the sun. Speaking of tides, the Earth isn't the only rock with water on it. While we've known for some time that it exists on other moons in the solar system, scientists have only recently confirmed H2O also exists on our next-door neighbour. Hydration was first detected on the moon's surface in the late 2000s, but whether that was hydroxyl, chemical formula OH, or water was unknown. In 2019, the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy better known as SOFIA, which is a Boeing 747 that flies through the Earth's stratosphere pointing a 2.7-metre infrared telescope into space, confirmed that water molecules were in fact on the Moon. It's believed water hitched a ride on icy comets that crashed into the lunar surface. To help confirm whether this is the case, the Artemis One mission is sending CubeSats to orbit the Moon, seek out and study these water droplets. Does the moon affect us in other ways? The words lunatic and lunacy originate in the Latin word luna. The word menstrual also has its origins in the Greek word meni. Both of those words mean moon. There are long-held beliefs among many cultures that our rocky neighbour influences the lives of human beings. But the science is quite clear. It doesn't. At least not when it comes to this. In 2019, a period and pregnancy tracking app called Clue analysed over 7.5 million cycles added to its app by 1.5 million users who were not using hormonal birth control. It found no correlation between the lunar phase, 
and the menstrual cycle or its start date. A small 2021 study published in Science Advances found that among 22 women there appeared to be occasional alignment between the phases of the moon and the phases of female physiology, although this is a very small study. What about erratic behaviour? The words lunatic, lunatic, lunatico and lunatica certainly suggest people, at least historic speakers of romantic or romantically influenced languages, think the moon makes you crazy. Even Aristotle thought that the influence of the moon on the water in our brains left us vulnerable to violence or psychological illness. Scientifically, the news for your mental health, however, is good. A 2019 study of nearly 18,000 admissions into psychiatric facilities in Switzerland found no connection between lunar cycles and either the admission or discharge rates of psychiatric inpatients, nor the length of stay. The impact of the moon on your mind is unlikely. An analysis of 37 studies that found relationships did exist between the moon and human behaviour actually boiled down to inappropriate analyses failure to consider other variables, and, quote, a willingness to accept any departure from chance as evidence of a lunar effect. And while I know you're probably hanging out for it, there is no science to suggest the light of a full moon can turn you into a hairy wolf creature. Although lycanthropy is a psychiatric disorder that describes a person who believes they are a werewolf. So that's a quick introduction to the moon the big ball of rock that keeps our tides cycling through and potentially formed because of something really big crashing into our planet about 4.5 billion years ago. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out The Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained.